on today's Homo Superior. Did you ever see that movie Powder? Yeah, terrible. That's exactly That was the first time I'd seen a penis in a movie. Well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where slag, you're it. Episode 310, I'm Caitlin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. This week, we're kicking off the episode with a new Polaris and some explosive new solicitations. We're almost to the bottom of X-Men the Animated Series. Uh, this week, we're learning about the history of Nathaniel Essex and how all of your favorite characters today inexplicably know each other in the past. Also, are the X-Men doomed? Find out in this week's issues. But first, some regular old housekeeping. Uh, make sure you check out our interview, our creator crush of Stephanie Williams. That episode dropped on Monday. Super fun. You're going to love it. Um, we will be off next week. However, don't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> we have a review of the Netflix TV adaptation of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. It'll be coming out in place of our regular episode uh, Ryan, you did not get to be on the the extra issue. Um, why were you not there? I was um, in New York, and I told you guys. Stop I'd making be in excuses. New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're our evil ex now. That's what's happening. I was, you know, I get a lot of projects. I gotta go for work. You know, I was on site. Um, big. <laughs> I I can't spoil anything now, but big stuff coming up. You know what I mean? Uh, what filming you- on site? You know. What do you hope we talked about, and what did you want to talk about? Ooh. What, what are the hot opinions that people are not going to get by listening as, to these? As someone episodes? who's read the, the comics and loved the movie so much, I want to you guys to chat about the differences between the two. We didn't mention that at all. No. <laughs> Wait, there was, a, there we was a comic. We didn't even talk about the series <laughs> There at was all. a comic series? Yeah. <laughs> There's a movie and a comic series, and this is a series? I think uh, we just talked about you, Ryan. Okay, well, I hope we the did. montage of her washing her hair is in it a little bit. If it's any console. We did talk about the pilgrims historically. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait to see how that turns out. (laughs) Um, So we also have a sale going on currently at Public. You can get all your favorite Homo Superior merch. We've got a resist shirt. We got things that keep it spooky. Mm. Uh, It's It's spookier. It's the time to give people a gift. Why not a T-shirt from a podcast they've never heard of with Homo Superior T-shirts? Your mom told me that she wants a tank top of me looking like Iceman. So buy today. Yes, actually, get, I will buy my mom that one because she loves our get, resist tea. Get Adam riding an ice dildo. Yeah. You can't legally send fluids over the over UPS. <laughs> no, you? you can. You can. You just what do you mean you can't? I don't think you're legally allowed to. Well, how do I get my fluids to sell, then? To sell body bodily fluids. Oh, bodily fluids. I think it just has to be in one of those <laughs> Who special Who said anything containers? about selling bodily fluids? Uh, I just That's the next step, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, right, because what is First it? First you get the power, what then was you it? get the weemies. What is it? The then you get the shirts, then you get the come on the shirts. Well, it's there a streamer. Uh, was it Amaranth or Pokimane? I never mm-hmm. remember which one's which, but she did the bathtub water. She was <laughs> we're, like, I'm ready to sell Homo Superior bathtub water, and I know one. Actually, I've seen your bathtub water, and please keep it to yourself, Adam. <laughs> it's, I, I don't think we're there yet, swag-wise, but if you buy a shirt, We'll sign it with our liquids when we see you in person. We <laughs> That's promise. That's true. I'll yeah. do, I, I I got blood. Who has come? We will. We can. <laughs> we can Jesus always. Christ. We can always sign things with our feet. We are now a find feet podcast, I believe. That's right. Mm. What does that mean? We so know. get your presence today. Almost <laughs> 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 here. Yeah, the link is the link is available on our on sale uh, now on our Instagram, Homo uh, Superior Podcast. Uh, just go there. Yeah, and. Um, now it's time for other stuff. All right. So uh, this past week, we got uh, some images of some upcoming issues of X-Men uh, in early 2024. Got a cover of The Fall of House of X, which showed uh, Wolverine stabbing Dr. Stasis. And then uh, we saw The Rise of Powers of Ten, where that iconic scene uh, where Moira's at like that, that fair where she's like giving Professor Xavier like all the intel on her, all of her previous lives. Somebody is holding some kind of a futuristic-looking li- gun on her. Mm-hmm. So we talked uh, about who it could be, and we even asked uh, our friends on Twitter who it could be. But uh, So the four choices we gave are Charles Xavier, Mystique, Banshee, 
uh, or another Moira. <laughs> How but did Banshee make it on the list? <laughs> before I give the results, I would love to ask <laughs> you guys. Cut his he, face yeah, off. Yeah, it was like he was literally skinned. Oh, I forgot. His face got but he off. doesn't seem like a kind of like vengeful <laughs> spirit of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's a very spirit of yeah. some sort. Um, but who do you guys think? One of these four or maybe even like I another guess? I mean, I assume guess. it's got to be Mystique. She can pull guns out of her vagina like we saw in the third of Uncanny Spider-Man. Yeah, rocket launchers. That's a very good guess. But people can carry guns yeah, like regular true. people now. The future guns. But she, yeah. it's definitely she's like, just like guns. That's like her deal. It's also a and, white and glove. So it's very. it feels very Mystique-esque. I'd be happy for it to be something else. Charles, There's no way Charles is pulling off a glove. Cinched for the gods. What about you, Ryan? What do you I think? would like it to be Jean, because we're in the the emancipation of Miss Genie, I guess, right now. Um, and I think that was supposed to be Mimi, but it didn't work. Oh. Um, but I I think she has the most revenge because she's the only one that actually got murdered, except for oh the face yeah, rip off. she did get stabbed by so, Mystique. I'd like to see her shoot her in the Wait, face. What? Yeah, she got shoot. You mean Moira? No, uh, by by Moira, yeah, yeah, no, Mystique, yeah, yeah, yeah. My guess is an outside candidate, Mister Sinister. Oh, I think that he is classically always killing Moiras, and hopefully this time it'll set things right. That is so them. So uh, one of the <laughs> one of the uh, folks on Twitter said it might be uh, Destiny because Destiny mm-hmm. was the one who compelled Pyro to kill Moira in her third life. Ah. That's why I was saying Mystique. It has to be one of the two. Yeah, yeah. so uh, one of those two. What about Hydra Steve Rogers? Oh. Uh, uh, no, it's Nuke. What about sentient gun? I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be Proteus, so he just shoots his mother and that's the end. Somebody else said that too. But what if it is an actual sentient gun? He's got little eyes on the front of the gun. Hey, it's, he talks the it's, like, it's like clicky, that little that paper it, clip it's, that it's teaches it's you Microsoft clipping, Word. Yeah. It's Tim Gunn, and he's just like, make it work, and he just shoots her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so the results came up. Uh, in last place was Banshee with 6%. Oh, uh, get it, it next time. I know, I know. Uh, you know, for that face off. Just by the skin of his face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in third place was Charles Xavier with 10%. In second place was another Moira with 36%. And I think Clark might be right. Uh, first place was Mystique with 48%. Okay, but I have the real question. Mm. In the other cover, who is holding those claws above Dr. Stace? <laughs> All right, so oh, I know. Who could it be? I know it's stupid. <laughs> But there are, aren't there still some Wolverines, extra Wolverines running around? No, the last three were all okay, murdered they got in the them. series. Yeah. yeah, sentient hand with claws. It's it's, it's, it's no. just a gun with claws. <laughs> claws. Yeah, that's the other part. Of, you know, like it's cat dog. It's actually gun claws. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So both That's of those like Rob Layfield <laughs> character from the nineties. So those images are literally opposite from each other. <laughs> on one side there's a bunch of claws on the ground, and then the other is a hand attached to a gun. Mm. God, can't wait for March. Mm. Let's get on with MCU Next TV, our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. This week we are watching X-Men the Animated Series, Season 5, Episode 9, Descent. Before you get into this, yeah. can I just like let the listeners know we are going to be off next week, so obviously we will not do the last episode. Uh, We're sorry. However, <laughs> the following week, we've got a very special holiday episode yeah. where we will be watching and reviewing a very Morlock Xmas, yes. which we had skipped. Thank you for saying it we correctly. Saved it. Saved it. Um, what was I? Sp- what was? What's the wrong way of saying it? No, uh, Christmas. Murloc. He's an Xmas. Oh, <laughs> Murloc. <laughs> you Wait. said you said Xmas, and I appreciated. Wait, that. did they? Is it called a very Morlock Christmas? I've always called it a very Morlock Christmas. I know the title is Xmas, but I say oh, Christmas. Okay. Well, we'll be. I've reviewing... always said a Merry Morlock to you. <laughs> That's so weird. I say a Happy Morlock because I'm British. And I've uh, said a Murloc holiday episode. Is that not what? It is? <laughs> so uh, December twenty first, we will have a Christmas episode with that one. If you've ever noticed that we skipped it, which you didn't, I just thought I'd plug it now. Oh, so I save your it. tears for the last. <laughs> keep it ready because graduation day is coming by the end of the year. Uh, taking a cue from Inception, Descent tells the tale of a flashback of Xavier's earlier relative hunting for Sinister while telling the tale of a flashback of Xavier's <laughs> earlier relative meeting Nathaniel Essex. Uh, as a flashback within a flashback, to start, flashback yourself to when you first watched this, either in its 1997 premiere, some other time between then and now, or literally this week. Kayla. This episode 
was wild. Uh, it reminded me uh, of actually a pretty good miniseries from the 90s, which is I, I'm sure it's inspired by The Further Adventures of Cyclops and Phoenix. It's after Gene and Scott got married. They had one miniseries where they go far, far, far into the future mm-hmm. where they raise cable. This one, the Ascani send them into the 19th century uh, where they first they encounter uh, mm-hmm. Nathaniel Essex and then you meet his wife, Re- Rebecca. Apocalypse is the one who like kind of sets him down his path. It's written by Peter Milligan, who did uh, Ecstatics and drawn really beautifully by John Paul Leon of like, you know, that like that era of X-Men comics, I don't think are particularly beautiful, like 1996 era. This is like the exception to the rule. So it's a really yeah. good comic. This episode, however, <clears throat> not so great. The size and shape of Charles and Nathan- or James Xavier and Nathaniel Essex changes dramatically from panel to panel. The weird, stocky kind of sizes and shapes that they take on. Uh, it's we're very the mean potatoes they're having, though, yeah. you know, or bread or whatever. <laughs> well, it's bangers uh, and mash. Soda bread. <laughs> so, uh, the filter on these this specific episode oh, yeah. is uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season one. Well, it's, it's yes, supposed very to be, it's supposed to be the, like the fog, constant of, fog. Yeah, yes, of London during London. that time with the Ripper and all that kind of I shit. Get it's hideous as shit. It's the, but the concept was they didn't rely on their art and they knew it, so they're like, "What if we just make fog the they whole time?" They just put Vaseline <laughs> on the screen. And it's yeah. just very, a big. It's smear. very jarring. They just. Uh, Drew all the images with Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to the uh, background everywhere. Yeah. R- Ryan. Yeah. How many police officers with jelly limbs would it take to capture you? Because these police officers back in the 1800s can't in, stand up. As we know, this was an era of no bones, and <laughs> so I think it could take down. I think it could take down with all those bad haircuts, which we'll talk about later. Um, talk about them now. Good Let's six. Good six of them. Six terrible <laughs> cops. What would they be arresting you for? Sex work. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Jack the Ripper would also be hunting for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about these hairs. These hair do's, these hair don'ts. They're all don'ts. Uh, James, in the flashback of the flashback, James looks like Sebastian Shaw. In the flash forward of the flashback, James has got the world's largest fucking beard on the planet. Um, for people who didn't watch the episode, explain who James is. James Xavier is what i never actually fa- is it the father or the grandfather yeah was it the grandfather i mean All it's I gotta be like it's over 100 years old before so it's gotta be like <laughs> so great-grandfather but like yeah. the more important question is have your parents ever told you you sound a lot like your great-grandfather all the time and look the same except you <laughs> have different hair on your face <laughs> It's like, almost, they're like, Brent, it's almost like your grandfather's voice acting for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they just, it was wild. it's genetic budding, it seemed like, because not only did they obviously have Essex playing himself, they also had Jennifer Grey Zabadi. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought was so funny about this episode is they just drop you right in media res of yes. like this, mm-hmm. like there's no framing of like. Them like talking about, well, I wonder where Mr. Sinister came from. Oh, do I have a story for you? They just go right into Victorian era. Because then they would literally have to do that again halfway through the episode, which they did of, oh, you don't know this. Then a flashback (laughs) with it. So was this an episode that was supposed to come out before? And then they're like, well, we'll just throw it into season No, if the art's this shitty, it means it's late. Yeah. Yeah. I like that we're using like some (laughs) carbon dating method. (laughs) Oh, we can tell. It's our Rosetta Stone. Yeah. Yeah. It came from this era. But the last six or seven specifically, yeah, they were like. You can tell by the fact that Xavier's eyes are different sizes that this came from the later period I'm sure you all felt like you were watching an episode of Wishbone because Charles Darwin was in it and this is a history lesson yeah what did you think about Charles Darwin being what's Wishbone who do you think who do you think is Wishbone would be Wishbone which character um probably James James Xavier, it would oh, have to be right. I guess so. Uh, I want to be sinister. I always wanted. I always wanted to see Wishbone. So is this a little dog that's like um is learned with books and goes back in time and his characters in books and he reads uh, the books. I like never watched it, but I'm surprised you didn't really watch it. Jack Russell, is that they, right? Yeah. yeah, he's a Jack Russell. Yeah, and they never like say like you're a fucking dog ever. He just is right in the thing. But I always it's, wanted it's him to play the villain. Leap, but instead of a person, a dog jumps into the body. Remember? Well, <laughs> but there's also that like 
uh, Rocky Bullwinkle cartoon where they have the dog and he has a pet human. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fuck, fuck Mr. Peabody. Mr. Mr. Peabody. <laughs> Quiet, Peabody you. is such up his own ass and Sherman's a twerp. I hated remember the two of them. Remember that song that he had though? Where's the dead to the wishbone? Wishbone. Do you remember that shit? <laughs> yeah. This is what Maybe that's like. why I blocked it out. This is what he looks like. He is. Oh, that's wishbone. He was that's very right. Cute. He they, was actually. It was almost. I think I was too old for it, but lo- I still watched it. <laughs> he was the actor that inspired Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Loosely. I mean, pre Essex transformation, he'd be looking fine. He's got a pencil mustache. Uh, you know, Hot. he wants man to be ready for the next evolutionary step. I think he looked I, good before. I didn't care. I think he looked like a cosplayer of uh, Doctor Strange because his <laughs> outfit looked like that. And he yeah. had the, but from the movie with the bad wig. I was going to say he looked like Gary Oldman in Bram Stoker's Dracula. A hundred percent. Yeah. I hate how all the characters from now knew each other in the past in a way that seems like why Mr. Sinister didn't you bring up to Charles at any point I knew your grandfather too and he was also an asshole absolutely it seems weird unless it's the show dark Mm. yeah Uh, in that case it's fine however uh if you're gonna go back in time and you're gonna retcon history so that your characters were at an important point in time the best thing you can do is start a cat fight with Charles Darwin. I mean, <laughs> being a being a science bitch rival to Charles Darwin, I think is great. Well, so the bigger problem that I I found myself rooting for Sinister oh, because I did. James <laughs> Xavier was kind of a religious Asshole? dickhole. He's a, a dickhead. They, He's wrong. They all were like, "Well, how do you explain the soul that is from God?" <laughs> and God is the way. And you're like, "Oh, Okay, morning cartoons, calm down. It's been really interesting to rewatch this because this is now after Wolverine praying at the end of the Nightcrawler episode. Yes. They really don't want you to think evolution is real. <laughs> Even though it's an ex- <laughs> well, they got to sell this episode in the South, too. Well, I don't th- I think they gave they gave a pretty good explanation about like selection and stuff. And then uh, Sinister is like the person at a symposium is like, yeah, and I've got all these great ideas. And Charles is like, okay, cool. So if you just get them published, that'd be cool, right? <laughs> so He's like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't have to publish them at all. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show the world. Charles <laughs> Charles does mention, and this, this is Charles Darwin, not Charles oh, Xavier. Charles. Charles, Charles Darwin. Charles says, you know, you got to be careful. <laughs> Free-thinking men of science have to be pretty careful in this day and age. Am I right? Is that because they're gay? What is that about? I didn't take that away. Um, so it was, <laughs> I b- believe it was trying to say, yeah, there are people who don't believe in evolution and will vilify you. And kill you. Weirdly, though, actually in Char- Charles Darwin's day, uh, people kind of accepted evolution. I mean, it took a little bit of time, but he was able to convince people. It was really kind of like, a couple decades after his death that people started to go that doesn't seem real that doesn't seem true is it was it because of a, like a religious revival yeah or? it was basically the idea that like oh yeah all these it was the application of it to human beings and this religious idea that like that nature at the time was thought of as being this kind of like beautiful it's put here by god but if it wasn't designed for us then that means the Bible is wrong. Intelligent design. That's what I believe. Yeah. Are we one step away from the comics now confirming that Mother Righteous is none other than Jean Grey's voice actress? Because Rebecca Gray, why was she in this? Why is that his wife? What does this have any grounding in comics? Rebecca is yeah. his wife. That's his wife. They just but why did she sound for the like Jean Grey? <laughs> because they ran out of money. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, they've done it in the comics. They've had the both. Scott and Gene the, in the past at one point. That's exactly the comic that yeah. I referenced. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I the Esca- I did. Yeah. I did so they just kind of jammed that in there for no fucking reason. Yeah. But in the same breath, I'm like, why if they did that? Why didn't they just have that random Irishman just say his last name was Cassidy so we could at least connect that to Banshee yeah, too? Dude, Banshee's of him just voice. Hey, you're here guy. too, and you're here. You're also here 100 years from now. Yeah, he did say his name with like gra- gravitas, like yeah. as oh, if it was important. Flannery. <laughs> it's Flannery. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. no, no, no. So? And then there's like a little Cassidy. like Canadian scamp that can have claws I, come out of his hands. Yeah, I Googled it immediately and it was, nope. No, nope. I know. I, 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 <laughs> but with Rebecca, I like because of the, vo- uh, like the budget constraints, she never spoke. Again, they yeah. didn't want to pay her ever again. <laughs> They're like, we never had to pay her to speak again. Uh, yeah, Sinister, the human trafficker, has the men of tomorrow, <laughs> including Fuente, the electromagnetic charge guy, 
as well as Flannery, Bubbles. the guy boiling water, and boy is Darwin pissed. So I named him Bubbles. What do you call the other guy? <laughs> uh, I don't have any. Magneto. I like it. I think it's my favorite cop show from the seventies: Bubbles and Magneto. Darwin was right to be pissed because those all look like parlor tricks. But also, this was like post a period where literally people would have like public displays of scientific feats, and so you'd like come up with an experiment that would show to you beyond a reasonable doubt. Char- I mean, it's just weird to be like, you, f- you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you brought that so You bad. turned this house of science into a house of lies. Uh, Essex continues performing his experiments, this time even on Rebecca. And boy, he has transformed and she is fierce. <laughs> and boy, is she healthy now. Yeah. Her <laughs> skin is amazing. Sinister is wearing sunglasses at night. He's got porcelain white skin. That goatee has grown out. He's got a snatched bodysuit. And man, have I heard a better phrase. They speak of sinister experiments here. Oh, yeah. Sinister. I'll have to remember that. Missing that they said sinister at least 10 <laughs> other times this Wait, episode. wait, wait. That's not sinister. Wait, wasn't it when I get crowned by the queen or something like that? Wasn't <laughs> yes. Something like I'll that? remember that when Queen Victoria crowns me. What the fuck? Uh, what, what other adjectives could you stroke your beard to as you think about a nickname for mm, yourself? Oh Does it have to be a beard? Come dump. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. Queen Victoria you know, will have to say that when she's nice. Mr. Cum Dumpster. It'd be Cum Dumpy. Uh. <laughs> that guy just took 17 loads. 17 loads. I'll have to Gosh, it seems really cum dumpy out here. These streets are so dangerous, you shouldn't be out. It's very cum That's just the London fog. Yeah. No, it's cum. Uh, if it's pronounced fag. <laughs> yeah. We London do g- we do get a run of really great lines. Uh, we have me family in Ireland is what Flannery says at one point. A cop out of nowhere goes, it's Dr. Xavier. Let him speak. Let him speak. Let him finish. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one's stopping him. Yeah. Uh, uh, James Xavier almost looks like he's about to call out racism, but he says the color of our Eyes. <laughs> that was tough. I was like, you had such an yeah, easy opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still a product of the time. He's like, don't attack this mutant, however deformed and wrong he is. He's just a human being built wrong. <laughs> Love him. This is also back to back with the Cannonball episode. So this is two mob justice episodes in the course of less than an hour. These mobs turn I mean, quickly. Guess what? We'll see what happens in episode three. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. I mean, yeah. That Charles literally knows how to play that mob like a fiddle. Or James, he, so he's like, he's like, oh, what's that over there? And everyone's yeah. like, oh, he's really pale. Let's get him. <laughs> Attack him. Also, Sinister shows up to Rebecca, completely changed, looks completely different, and she said, "Hey," was like she was just like, she was unbothered. You need by some it. sun, baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, one scene that I go thought- get that Mediterranean air. Did you ever see that movie Powder? Yeah, terrible. That's exactly. That was the first time I'd seen vibe. a penis in a movie, and I saw it in the theater with like an eight-year-old w- with my friend's parents. Didn't he just turn into lightning at the end of that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> It was I just like know. it was a PG thirteen yeah, movie. He's just like he right. just like randomly stripped naked. It was a very strange. Oh, movie. Oh, the director was supposed to be a pedophile. What's what you're supposed, supposed to be? Supposed yeah. <laughs> They re- <laughs> supposedly it was, oh, it was in the script. Well, I mean, well, he got he got out. Uh, well, he got eight year olds watching. Well, but then porn. he turned out he was. So they was fired not. him and got another. Well, maybe director. next time, Kalen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, well, they got Brian Singer. No. You know, Brian Singer. <laughs> we got the wrong director. This was no, no. Brian Singer got it. We need Roman Polanski. Oh no, uh, damn it! <laughs> oh, everything in the past sucks. Ryan, what were you gonna say? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> it was about just, him, just him showing having up. like the caverns down, like where there was just people like trapped and shit. It was so jarring. And Xavier number one or the first was like <laughs> Xavier he, Prime. He he really was just very nonchalant about it. He was like, ah, we don't treat it. What did he say? He said, don't treat them like other animals. Even animals don't deserve this treatment. God, he's making wrong choices left and right. However, that what? was a very accurate depiction of how two middle-aged men I was would gonna fight. Say, yeah. <laughs> that terrible yeah. tussling that's kind of a, <laughs> a shitty blur. <laughs> 
Give it's, me those keys. Like, you guys should not be fighting. I mean, the animators were like, thank God. Was we, like, can, we can just use that as an excuse. That fight scene in the death of Stalin where they're just, like, trying to wrestle over a gun, and it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Jack the Ripper reveal seemed... Just you knew it was coming. Yeah, it has to. Anything around that time is Jack the Ripper. It's Jack the Every Ripper. Every single yeah, time yeah, is yeah. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. But he hardly and knows. It, the that. fact that it was Darwin that was Jack the Ripper, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's had, canon. That's canon. People had their theories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real question. So obviously we've been sitting through the back half of this terrible last season, um, but one major component of it is that it's very slice of life. Including this that has literally no reveal because Jack the Ripper's in it. Yes, <laughs> a, a slice of life. What Jack the Ripper calls ripping out the. Never mind. Um, <laughs> do you want for '97? Do you want big R? Like, what's the kind of makeup? Of I the, want grounded kind of episodes, but really ones that are far fetched and out there. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, I want art. I want slice of life. He's referencing The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As always. Uh, <laughs> why? Why? I, I for no, some reason right. when I remembered watching this, I thought that the end we get a a we don't obviously, but an apocalypse reveal that like his little pally was actually apocalypse. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, same. Did I did I just make that up? You made did, it did up. Did I just that decide sense, that's though. what should have happened? That's so my cannon. brain. So net yeah. for me, that is the case. Yeah. You're yeah. thinking of Reverse uh, X Men Apocalypse the movie. Or Sinister was revealed <laughs> at the end. <laughs> 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 oh, I love that sequel, <laughs> Reverse X Men. <laughs> That's your favorite. I mean, I want a minute-by-minute fill-in of all the spots where we didn't see any of the characters in this episode. So I want a whole season arc set in 1889. Oh, my gosh. Uh, everyone's great-great-grandparents yes. doing yeah. things. Damn, bit, We got to go back in time and rescue the professor. Why, Dr. McCoy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they all know each other. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and everyone's a doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in Africa hanging out with Storm's parents. Like, it's yes. just, it's so ridiculous. Oh um, I just want less origin stories. I don't need to see that. Maybe when we build. Not even the origin of species? <laughs> no, that's what I do want to see. Um, okay. No, but if if we get some, we need to rebuild the team so much that no more yeah. origins leading up to that anymore. I think oh, we're going to get sunspots. Yeah. Well, and I'm assuming he's going to be the POV character, right? Because Jubilee will have been in this thing the whole time now. So He'll yeah. probably be at a mall arcade or something. And she'll be like, get out of here. I'm the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds and like an old woman. And out. really, she's an 80-year-old woman. You tried out for the role. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they told me they it's wanted It's been 84 an, years. They told me they wanted an Asian actor, and that's why I didn't <laughs> get the part. And <laughs> I was like, that's really fair. That's a very good thing that you're doing. You have to be 97 years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what the 97 is for. <laughs> I do wonder, though. Okay, so like the most of the animated series adapted a lot of the 80s content, but you know, with the 90s mm -hmm. aesthetic, right? Yeah. So will 97 like do... like? 90s or aughts like uh, storylines like what storylines do they need to still mine I'm hoping they'll cherry pick just like kind of the house of 92 that Steve Fox wrote I'm almost hoping they would just say how do we take some of these other storylines yeah. that are happening and say let's use the, the the chess pieces we already have I'm yeah I'm really really curious like what are the, the really iconic ones that we haven't like e for extinction could be interesting like uh, so, like for gifted. a kid show <laughs> gifted it all yeah. seems very hard unless it's all about creating a it's the whole all everything from like house of even then on it's about creating like a community either yeah. at a so they could town or a planet well, well, or you know yeah, well, and, do the new x-men route that would yeah um and since magneto's in the char uh, in charge of it at the end maybe they all have it's genosha like, or something like they all they, live there that, or something they could be genosha i was thinking like because he's headmaster of the new mutants he's the headmaster of the younger mutants that come in including sunspot yeah could be i would love I, mean, I, I want real cameos I want. I want. I don't want like to see. An, I don't want to see Margot Robbie race pass. George Santos. Uh, oh, like the behind, without like, a voice actor. Yeah, I don't want to see like a picture of mm -hmm. Steve Rogers. Yeah, I um, want the whole thing. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Well, that does bring up a good, interesting question around: Will we actually? Because in the X Men universe, we do see. Yeah, they have Doctor Strange. They've done like little baby cameos. They have the that. Hulk. They had Thor. It would be fascinating to see if they, they how they're going to cross that over. Yeah, Black Panther just squatting and not saying anything that one scene. Remember that? Lots of yeah. TV. These characters yeah. did a lot Silver of TV Surfer watching. Silver Surfer wasn't in it for a second. Also watching TV. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's space, that Phoenix space doing? TV, yeah. Space TV. Um, all right, let's get into some issues. Our weekly recap of all things X. This week we have X-Men number 29, The Invincible Iron Man number 13, and Alpha Flight number 5. 
Uh, X-Men number 29, Jerry Duggan, Joshua Kassara, Kate Logan, and Kamala face off against the all-new, all-basic team of Doom's Legion of Mutants. First question, is it Doom Rebro or Cere-Doom? So how he tracks them? Yeah, yeah, what's that fucking thing on his face? Oh, his head? I like that helmet. It was very, like, steampunk looking. He's also a huge bitch to Charles while wearing it. Well, of course, wouldn't you be? Um, I know you're going to say something, but uh, can I just say something first? (laughs) I love that. What a kind. It's like like when you had, uh, you know, one phone or family phone and anyone could like just pick up and listen in on the call. (laughs) And and Charles is like, hello, world. And Doom goes, yeah, no, you're not supposed to be on the phone right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get on the Internet. (laughs) Even the reaction, too, of them being like, it's just just. Just don't talk to him. Yeah. Just like don't talk uh, to just him. I just up. love Moira's like reaction where she's like rolling her eyes up <laughs> in her head. It's like, oh, fucking Victor all over what a again. Bitch. I do like him being connected earlier in in this. That was a nice era. retcon. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least explaining finally why Latveria was not just off in, the book was yeah, one of the ones that was like, we don't support Krakoa. Yeah. I wish yeah. we'd gotten this longer. It 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 seems almost little too little too late. Very crammed. Yeah. Like well, it, like they've been talking about Doom and this stuff for since what the first gala and stuff, and he pops in, and then it's just so piecemeal that it's not even piecemeal. Well, they it's had like it a scattered breadcrumbs every once in a while. They had him remember the X Men Fantastic Four yeah. miniseries, where yeah, which was seventeen years ago. It was, and it was good, and except the fact that Dan Slott, when when he was writing Fantastic Four, retconned the fact that Franklin wasn't a mutant anymore. Yeah. And so it made the whole like the whole the series whole, didn't matter. It it just I mean well, hey you get a one one panel reference to Wolverine going yeah I killed a guy but you stuffed him into a machine so that's on yeah you. I'm good I can sleep I can <laughs> that's sleep a pretty good Wolverine actually Adam uh, we we also saw Doom uh, with Betsy uh, when they were fighting all the other world people that's right we did mm-hmm. did he ever go to the galas yeah he did he yeah. was dressed yeah. up which, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I was he was at the third coach yeah the third one um, did he do anything at the galas kiss just look fabulous did he kiss some people yeah. that's what I'm worried about baby kisses did he bring like an escort because if it was one of those mutants that would have been a nice no but he did bring an escort uh, let's talk about that. Doom's Legion of Mutants that have existed since the beginning of the Krakoa era. There's Bird Tree Lady, oh. Lightning Lady, Purple Lady, OJ, Sunny D, Lava Guy, and the Richter cosplayer. Um, <coughs> did any of these people pick your interest? Slag. Just slag. That's right, slag. He's got magma blood and rock skin. How did yeah. OJ get on it? It was just a Sunny D reference. Uh, purple Lady, Purple Star. OJ and the White Bronco. I, I feel like... Who 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 was the artist on this? Uh, Joshua Kasara. Why did I you just draw Jolt from Thunderbolts, and then why did you did you, did you just draw Blink from the A um, AOA? See, when 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 they showed up, I was like, oh, Blink's there. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Volta Doom does look but a lot even I like Livewire. She, she's Jolt when she gets her blue lightning yeah. powers later on in Thunderbolts. It looks yeah. almost exactly the same. I love this different hair. I love his art so much. Yeah, yeah. it's great char- looking. It's just these things are have been done clearly. The character yeah. design was a little a little pedestrian. I I kind of connected with these people though. I I enjoyed them. Um, I want to know more about the twins. It reminds me of Children of the Vault, where I hope that they do continue to come back. Because while they feel like they're just a generic group of people to put in like a movie as like villains to fight, I they all had enough interesting character. Because I think particularly Nerium uh, at the end when she's like. Well, yeah, I yeah. guess the House of Doom's gonna fucking come. Is she, like, is she bird plant lady? Yeah. 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 She was really serving with time. The she looks good. And uh, somehow had sexual chemistry with Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gave me very, like, Lord of the Rings. You have my bow. You have my butt. And she was like, you have my vines. And, <laughs> and, and, like, and Wolverine's like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. What about For, the two people we don't know yet? Yeah, That's so someone know, is yeah. not ready to serve and may never will be until she changes her own mind. Mm-hmm. And then someone else's powers, his powers are too volatile to control. I think it's Blink and Jolt. Is that <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite scene was when Doom's like, you can't leave it. We still have to have dinner. And he has like prepares this amazing feast. And he's such a good host that he prepared a halal meal for Kamala Khan. Yes. Love that. Love perfect good. perfect uh, interaction between the characters that uh, Miss Marvel was also sca- uh, rightfully scared that he is aware of her. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good thing. No, it's like, wait, he knows me. That's fucked up. I do like the stupid, uh, I got to eat to recover sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how much calories. Cat and uh, Logan hate each other. Cat hates everyone right now. 
I I think she's doing a she's doing the most. Well, right it's a good. Now. I, I kind of like that as a good character flip of like Wolverine being like that. Uh, we're gonna eat dinner here and then we'll take the flight home, bitch. Like calm down. Yeah. Versus her usually probably having she's, to do. This. I wish there was more references downer. to the dinner at Ten of Swords so- in Ten of Swords. Mm. That, mm. but that's just me wanting more dinner party <laughs> <laughs> continuity. You should just write a dinner party comic book. Who cares? Um, I'd th- read it. This issue did That'd teach us. Uh, a D looks really fucking stupid on your waist versus an X. Those costumes were hideous. Oh yeah. Would you? Wear and it? I mean, it only works on Victor. Like he's the only one that can pull off that, that ostentatious green and D with the hood. You try somebody else tries it. It is absolutely horrendous. Yeah. It's I. The designs. The designs are the I design. They, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they could. They could have workshopped a little they bit. They could more. have been deleted. <laughs> did you uh did you like Doom withholding and getting off on the fact that he knows what's happening in the future? Look at me getting does off. He, does he though? <laughs> yeah. We always know a guy like this. Come yeah. on. I mean, it's the same vibe as Destiny, like shut the fuck up. It's yeah. Phony. I can't see it, but yeah. I can. Uh well back in New York City, shit's fucked up. We know based on the preview of the cover that Talon and uh Sink are gonna be fighting. With the human evolutionary who has come to collect, pretty bloody in there. What do you think happened? Blood party. You can't say sex. Okay. It's <laughs> Charles Darwin <laughs> doing the origin of species. He's the high evolutionary. It all makes sense. Any other thoughts on X Men? Doom's X Men. <laughs> They're gonna be okay. Uh, this run? I mean, this issue? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just like Forge finally getting involved. Except for I don't know why Riri's doing anything. That's an Iron Man. That's oh, what huh. a great segue. Let's <laughs> talk about the. You know what I really Iron like? Oh, oh no, no, me. my favorite part is when North Star and yeah. Heather. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, yeah, let's jump to Invincible Iron Man number thirteen. Jerry Duggan, Juan Free Jerry. Uh, Scrolls have replaced uh, Emma and Nick Fury. Uh, Tony. Yeah, right. Bachoon and Nadak. Uh, ma- their main tra- they make it easy because the main traits are vanity and both ego tests. Uh, what would be your main traits for a scroll's inspiration to copy you? Those two things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're lust. all on this podcast, so let's just admit that. Yeah, lust, gluttony, pride, wrath. Being too hot. <laughs> I think you hit it. I think I have this woman scroll for they, you. <laughs> they do like they do. Mm, if I could do an impersonation with a scroll, so it would like mostly look like a scroll, but like partially my face. We could do that with prosthetics. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Speaking of hot, Star Fox is here, and he's not Harry Styles. We last saw him, I think, during Axe. I don't imagine he's had any other major movements. I'd like to ask you a question. Didn't Emma meet Star Fox? Why did Tony need to introduce them? They know each other. Did they meet during Axe? Uh-huh. I thought they did, because I yeah. thought he was there, like, yeah, yeah. trying that to save the day. Right, actually. Yeah. yeah. Little girl and also, she's been around a while, and so she is got he. that wig on. Leave him alone. Oh. But they said, but they said Emma. They didn't say uh, what's he, her face. I mean, Hazel. I know six Hazel. Emma's. Hazel Darion. Uh, <laughs> are we gonna talk about Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes. <laughs> Well, go ahead, baby. Uh, I don't know what stupid plan <laughs> Starbucks had, but apparently, what what, just give us a reading real quick of what, and do it, do it in Mrs. Dalvar's voice. I hello, hello, hello. Get it's a drive-by fruiting. Don't know. I never seen the full movie. Okay. Sorry. So don't reference hello, it then. I I meant just read the script. I as don't ha- know what her voice sounds it like. It sounds like a is weird it just one. hello all the time? <laughs> yeah, that's all uh, she's saying. Well, just do um, you do, do David Cross David. doing Mrs. Featherbottom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> does, yeah. I want a banger in my mouth. <laughs> uh, the plan apparently is for Star Fox to show up dressed as a pregnant woman. Yeah. Get everyone's attention, and then Tony and Emma kick some ass. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I don't think that's the things plan. got flipped around, and Tony and Emma kicked ass, and then Star Fox showed up. And then well, that set the scene, and now read the line as her. Hey, wasn't due for another cycle, but I feel the baby is coming along, and 
That's pretty Oscar it. Oscar yeah, Leonard. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Good yeah. job. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. how excited were you to be back on Game World? <laughs> I'm so pissed. <laughs> and, and for that, I was like, don't even fucking reference it. Don't. Don't. And sure enough, they're like, the X-Men came here and blah, blah, blah. Like, girls night out or whatever Why the fuck like it was. Why do you like Game World? Stupid. It's fun. I don't like Vegas for the same Blips reason. Blips and shits. <laughs> Blips and shits. Yeah. Um, it. I, I don't care about this place. Game World, you have to accept. I don't, Game World is, is an important a lot world of, for the A lot answer. of good mutants died because Fo- of gambling. Follow-up question. Is it because Cordyceps Jones was not on <laughs> yeah. Game World? <laughs> yeah. No, he's afraid of Gamblor, that demon. <laughs> right. um, I thought it was interesting that Iron Man, which has been ostensibly an X-book since the relaunch, was not listed in the X titles when you were reading uh, Alpha Flight or X-Men. We'll talk about Alpha Flight in a second. Mm. Uh, and also, like when you saw the next issue things, it's its own like right, dress. Like it's not. not. It's not. So it means is like Iron Man is going to continue. Yeah. Like, post um, fall of X. Well, and they gotta get Rhodey out. I mean, I feel like they're not gonna. Oh sell yes, that, that important subplot. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. I, I <laughs> care. That's my game world. I got a question. Oh, for Emma's powers, can she? Was she ever able to only half do her body? With diamond. diamond, I thought it was all diamond, I but thought, she couldn't use her tel- telepathy. Yeah, that's when, my thing. And she kind of did like a halvesies w- at one point with like just her. Oh, it's only like ten carats instead of twenty. Yeah, no, but and then like her, I, she was still reading minds and stuff. So I, I didn't know if that I was didn't realize that she could like do halvesies. Uh, I yeah. thought it was a partial. She was like she in was the middle in between. Of, she was in the middle of transformation, changing. like a mystiquing, like yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because she was not, probably going in and out of not it. Not allowed yeah. to. Yeah. Because in the next in the next panel, she she's is fully. Full yeah. yeah. What did you? She's think fully about, a disco ball. What, what did you think about Mr. and Mrs. Diamond Laser Beams? <laughs> Sexy. Yeah, I love that movie with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, um, also, fun fact: Emma does identify herself as a sapiosexual in this issue. Which, when I first read it, I forgot what that meant. And I was like, so she's only attracted to humans and human offshoots? <laughs> so she's just like a, a planetary racist? That's what oh, I'm is that like a sapien sexual? Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, I was yeah. like, what would that be? Yeah. What would that be, though? Oh, sapiosexuals I mean, are like, people it, who are yeah, smart. Yeah, I mean, in a, in, a, in a world where there are like a bunch of uh, like you know other kind of aliens like oh i'm not into the tentacles i'm only into like sa- sapien sexuals top class intelligence darling is what she's looking for ah. um, lots of back yeah. and top forth. class reading <laughs> <laughs> lots of back and forth sex talk you know emma called star fox out for being a one minute man mm-hmm. uh you know star fox asked her how married are you mm-hmm. uh brett how married are you to this right. podcast i mean um, I would like to keep this conversation quick, <laughs> in and out. You're used to that, right? Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, sister wife, shut up. <laughs> um, here is proof. I don't know why I thought here is proof of our deceptions to be funny. <clears throat> yeah, you to me. wrote the that hell down for that? the agenda. What does that mean? I had no idea. I was just interested to know what that there. was about. Is that how you would describe <laughs> your sex life, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was is that, good. Are you just calling him a fuckboy? Here is proof. Hey, I'm out of proof of your deceptions. <laughs> <I> and just <laughs> picking up my cum and holding it in your hand. <laughs> what? Oh, took oh. it too far. Also, See, I didn't want you to bring it up. Also pretty innuendo-y. I don't know how I built a sex tan. That's pretty hot. Well, I was just a bad joke. Yeah. Um, Forge is here. Clark, talk about I, it. I, I would yeah, have liked, liked them not to mention Forge and Marina. Uh, uh, Forge, like... Ten pages earlier, in one of the like the little boxes, where mm-hmm. he's like, "Only people who know about this are oh, Riri yeah. and Forge," and I was like, "Okay, well, he's gonna show up in a minute," and then he shows up, and I'm yeah. like, well, "Why? Why did you waste that reveal? Why? Yes. Like, why? Foreshadowing. Uh, were you expecting a space dragon? I didn't care about that. Mm, it didn't say I and did. the space dragon. <laughs> he is not alone. Yeah, oh, he's back. It the was ring. only me, Forge. I, I do, uh, li- I do the like how robots, yeah. space <laughs> dragon. No one knew how to make it except. Okay, wait, wait, I forgot it. And that's me, spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the inter- interaction between Riri and Forge, and that, that was like good. Riri's smart as shit, and Forge is very smart, but he doesn't actually have to worry about like being smart because he yeah. can do shit no yeah, matter that's what. Yeah, his power. Yeah. He doesn't have to think He's about it. He's around and find it's, out. He's just doing it. He, he built a sextant. Took half a second. Yeah, I yeah. love the line where he goes, oh, that's a nice armor. It's definitely homemade. She was like, of course it's homemade. Everything is homemade. It's you great. Bitch. Yeah, um, how'd you make it? He's like, I don't know. No. <laughs> you fucking did it. Oh. I love You're going to hate this, but I failed up. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, mm, yeah. Anything else on Iron Man? Hmm, that's okay. Let's get on I to liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cute. It's it, you can tell that these books are all starting to wrap up, and one that did finish was Alpha Flight number five, mm. 
Ed Brisson, Scott Gudluski. The Great White North turns code red as both Alpha Flight teams work together to stop the Box Sentinel's surprise assault on Krakoa North. This is a race against time. You've got Kylan Nartstar getting lovey-dovey. Nemesis is still injured. Guardians defying orders. And then all of a sudden, Laurent's got a big steel fucking wang that he uses to cut a box sentinel in half, but not for long because he's set ablaze. Kaylin, would you rather be burned to a crisp or frozen to an ice cube? And yes. that's going to happen tonight on our newest <laughs> game. <laughs> the newest game, Brent's Cooking. Yeah. Choose a door. Yeah. Uh, do I have to choose? Yeah, bitch. Uh, I Otherwise, freeze? you just die. Freeze, I guess, because I could put a blanket on. Yeah, because <laughs> to death. Uh, d- but when you freeze, you just fall asleep, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're much more likely to experience a lot less pain. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, burning, is like supposed to be the, burning is supposed to be the most painful way to die. That's what I've been told. Yeah, but what if you can burn <laughs> while you're drowning? Yeah, we saw Moira's third life. She was burned right, alive gotta be slowly. Painful. And like he like, is kind of like dead dead i was expecting they would have some sort of like big Re- finale reveal that that's resurrection who is laurent the uh, kid laurent. they like laurent. set him on that's fire fine, yeah. Saint uh, i thought they were gonna kill feedback too feedback no feedback. feedback's busy doing something i know <laughs> that's why they call me feedback everyone just <laughs> everyone just went to chandelier and like, just your hanging friend up. died <laughs> kind of <laughs> did also seem a bit weird about his power set given that he was on a constant run from everything versus if people just Hit him with stuff that he could then just reply Shoot, back. Yeah. Why? Why the fuck would you need anyone? It's to the same thing. The yeah, place? at least like <laughs> someone like Bishop will stick around and fight. This, uh, this series and actually most of these miniseries have been like this is how you have to end it. Yeah, yeah. like all, like the last three. Where does it go? Yeah. Just in it, I was like, oh, that's the end of Miss Marvel. Because that's it, the end of this. It's got to go. End of, it's got to go into Fall of House I know, of X. And I yeah. feel like I, it just it just they all just kind of fell flat in the toilet at the end. These these series remind me of like the early two thousands when they were just throwing out series left and right. Like for example, like a New Warriors thing where, where all the oh de- after Civil War yeah, yeah where yeah. there was just depowered mutants that and then they just oh. made them the New Warriors and yes. it was all it was all nonsense. Yeah. It made no sense. The writing was <laughs> meh. The uh, the art was okay. Stacy X was back. Stacy oh X was God. back and she was doing something. And but like none of it made sense. And this series feels that way. But I like world building like this where you're like, why the That's fuck? Cute. Why the fuck is Alpha Flight hanging out with uh Fang? Like it makes no fucking sense. But I enjoy these sort of crossovers like well, this. When you said uh, early two thousands, I was thinking about in DC. Um, they had like four miniseries leading up to Infinite Crisis, which was like a big, big crossover event that brought back the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And so they had the Ray and Thanagar War. They had Villains United. They had like some mystical thing, and then they had like one other series. Uh, and it was all they all kind of ended the same way that Clark talked about. They're like, and it's and then to find out what happens next, mm-hmm. read Infinite Crisis number one. So. It was always going to like sort of end in a sort of less than satisfying manner because the story just sort of continues. But I did think when we got to the last page of Alpha Flight, I was like, wait, that's the last page? And I had to like reread it again. I was like, that was it was good. Don't get me wrong, but it was just very abrupt. Well, they do have them. They note obviously, since the series is wrapped up, when you look at the coming soon, they tell you to tune into X Force number forty-seven. To see which oh, which yeah. Alpha Flight Who's members will be back. there. Oh wait, are it's the four that we already know are going to be coming. But it's or three. No, it's, it's abso- going to be North Star. I thought it was going to maybe be a jailbreak where like because there's like uh, showing all the lasers. Yeah, so I, I assume they Wolverine. were coming in because oh, yeah. Wolverine would come maybe back to get them. Maybe they're breaking out Alpha Flight because yeah. I, what I did appreciate about this is that it did end up with consequences. So right, Heather's out of commission. They're like she might not fucking wake up. They always put her out of commission. Yeah, exactly. In the last 20 years, they barely use her. All the uh, non-mutants of Alpha Flight are obviously behind bars. I like how they're like, if she wakes up, we're going to put her on trial and put her to death. <laughs> you're yeah. like, well, what? Okay. Why are you bringing her back to life? Canada, you get trial first. <laughs> uh, Same in French, security. too. You got to yeah. do both. Who? Okay, so... Mar- so who so was Marina? Marina is Who's one of the original lady? Alpha Flights. Yes, members. Yeah. She showed up in Alpha Flight number one, so she wasn't really. A, she was a, dating a, a original Namor for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then she nice came a monster nod. and died. But then she came back alive. Yeah. Um, but then the, the other, other one. Guy. Okay, so that is Doc Sasquatch. He is from the <laughs> Ewing run. Ah, of course. Doc Samson and um, Sasquatch were both Had involved. Sex. Sasquatch was in. Uh, um, was in Alpha Flight. We know how babies and are made. <laughs> they kept dying, and somehow they've been 
formed into one at the moment. Okay. Yeah. I was always asking myself, I like the why. Ones. Who's Doc Samson and why do I? Go? I think Doc Samson is currently is dead, meters. but it's his body that's being I used by. Sasquatch. I assume love the gigantic character of Doc Samson, and I love the uh, character of Sasquatch. Sasquatch is a great character. Well, they're both at the moment. Well, yeah. so Brent, if you weren't three meters tall and fuzzy anymore, would you miss a good old-fashioned Alpha Flight adventure? No. Answered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all the Alpha Flight uh, missions I like are five issues long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you think Laurent's letters ever got um, mailed? Do you think the mom ever got them? No, I think that he specifically, Northstar basically clearly said, he had letters for you, comma, bitch. <laughs> but <laughs> he really loved you because I don't think he wanted to share the negative stuff that he was feeling. Where do the mutants on Chandelar go next? Vegas! No, <laughs> Games World. Games World. Games World. <laughs> uh, Ch- South Chandelar? I don't know. Cause that, so good. that is all of the mutant Alpha Flight members along with a bunch of fucking nobodies. Um, yeah. I don't know. Chandelar's so. pretty far away. You well, that's what I'm just so like. Galaxy. Well, Fang, that's good that Fang is up there. I assume when Cannonball comes back to life, he can also go back. Was Cannonball dead? <laughs> Didn't he? He what was on the X-Men team. Yeah, baby. Yeah, there was a health 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 health. Health. He Oh, that's right. Cannibal Torn died. apart. I forgot. How I forgot. we forget? You know what? Not my pick. Fallen Not my choice. and forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Cannonball. <laughs> With your nasty ass five head from your fucking cartoon show piece of shit. I liked this run. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like an amuse-bouche. Hmm. Like, oh, it's not uh, something I was expecting with my meal, but uh, yeah. it's nice to have as an extra. I do think it highlights a general problem with the storytelling in Marvel that, like, the thing that we wanted with, uh, uh, what's her name, Sunfire, Starfire? Uh, Firestar. Firestar. <laughs> uh, it's like, okay. that, like, the spy drama element is not something that they're currently capable of doing like yeah. you need you need someone specific with that talent in mind in order to sustain a story where you've got guardian was really bad at lying to department <laughs> h2 he was, was terrible he was like oh yeah <laughs> we uh we found out that we were trying to help and you're, you're like god damn it guardian. this is the fifth time you've been insubordinate today guardian <laughs> i know well i will with this wrapping up and i think some of the other wrap-ups we were just talking about it it wasn't apparent to me until this conversation how much and we talk about this for acts and other things i really do miss the ten of swords chapter storytelling so that rather than all these disparate series kind of happening you have one fully weaved together mm-hmm plot line so that that's the only aspect of it that i think is holding it's a it little back. modular right now yeah. this felt like do you remember when we had like the hunt for wolverine or whatever the fuck yeah it was just Same a bunch thing. of random ass miniseries yes. most Leading of it min- f- fucking nothing they're gonna get like tiny bits from each of these miniseries yeah. that will not be worth what we had to go through in order to get to that point i guarantee you rereading these all at once will make it more satisfying yeah, yeah. and also no dinner party yeah so that sucks another uh, problem yeah Anything else with the issues, guys? I, I'd give that zero out of ten dinner parties. <laughs> <laughs> I, I count it. Yeah. Zero. Zero out of ten courses. <laughs> As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, seen, heard, experienced, did anything with this week, and wanted to share with you our little homos. Well, little homo wants to start I first. Do. Okay. Me. Brent. Okay. Go a little humble. Uh, there's a show uh, coming out now on Hulu called Murder at the End of the World. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to watch this. It's got Clive Owen and also the woman who plays uh, Princess Diana in The Crown. I don't know From her name. a season, Emma Corwin? Current? Yes. Um, and it's about this weird kind of like murder mystery. Uh, I've only gotten in a few episodes, so... It's hard to talk about it without spoiling it, um, but now's a good time to get in. Get in on the ground floor yeah. while the show is still coming out. Yeah, create the buzz you want to create. <laughs> Don't listen to everyone else. Yeah. Uh, what you I, got? I can go. Okay. We don't do this very often, so I was thinking song would be very fun. Oh, uh, wow. If you haven't heard of Aaliyah's interlude, they have a song called It Girl. Um, I think it's showing up a lot on TikTok and Insta in a sped up version. It's like a little bit house, a little bit um, Vogue. It's just they're, they're great rappers. It's very fucking good. Um, 
I just it's a great strutting song if you live in the city and you're gay yeah. and you want to walk gym. fast. Is it good for the gym? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Could, could you hum a few bars? No. <laughs> I feel like Good, good, good improv. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can say that they are very intelligent because their chorus is I T G I R L. I'm that girl in real life. Get wow. that? Wow. I don't know. Listen to the fucking song. What? I would love to listen to the song, but you won't sing it. <laughs> I can't. I'm going to play it instead. Oh, yeah. Wait. We don't get the rights to this. Yeah. Oh, I've heard this. Oh, yeah. That's a bop. Listen uh, to or it. a banger. Oh. The way that I'm going to listen to that in I the feel gym. Like it's crazy. It's so yeah. fun. It's such ah, a good ah, song ah, for ah, everything. Me walking to like nothing in the cooking gym. making love killing somebody it's always available for you to <laughs> but you wrote but you repeat yourself <laughs> <laughs> okay then what you got uh so i saw a movie over thanksgiving holiday uh the holdovers which is by alexander payne he directed Directed. yeah he directed sideways and uh election and about schmidt so it stars uh paul giamatti and he plays a like a history teacher um or ancient civilization teacher at this very like uh, exclusive like New England like uh, prep school, and over the holidays, you know, some kids have to stay behind. He's Isn't a teacher. Like the early seventies, nineteen seventies, exactly. Yeah. It takes place. Uh, so it's like a bunch of kids uh, who don't go home for the holidays. He's set to look after him. It ends up just being one kid who's just got who's a very intelligent, but it has some serious issues. And then this woman who is the main cook of the school. And her uh, her son had just just died in Vietnam. He was also a student at the school before. Are that. you going to tell us every plot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. This is, and she's the police officer from um, Murder in the Only Murders in the from Police Academy. Oh, okay. Yeah, from Police <laughs> Academy. Sound yeah, effect yeah. lady. Um, I mean, it's not it's not a very plot heavy movie. It's very much about like relationships and like how these very disparate people start like engaging one another. It's a very humanist movie. But how does really it tie to the MCU? Do they get their hands on the <laughs> So post-credit sequence, uh, it's uh, Reese Witherspoon comes out and says, have I got an election for you? <laughs> oh, Big Little Lies crossover. <laughs> and then Paul Giamatti goes, I'm not drinking fucking Merlot. <laughs> well, so- from Paul Giamatti is the rhino, right? Yes. Yeah. There you go. It sounds like a He's a Republican in name only. even sadder no, version he, of Dead Poets Society. Yes. Yeah, deader poter society. I mean, it's it's not like that at all. It's not, but it's very good. Yeah, it's really good. That sounds, yeah, I'm I'm into it. Well, is he over the top, Paul Giamatti? No, actually not. That's that is the most shocking thing. He's not. <laughs> he's not overacting at all. Like, there's a couple of moments where I it's a little it, much, but like it's a little, it's good. And the 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 kid, it's like his his debut. Mm-hmm. He's very, very good. Well done, yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh, oh, let's get some more plugs. Yeah. Um, I would like to plug something that we don't normally do here, um, which uh, I saw. Um, One new thing on an episode. <laughs> Trisket crackers. <laughs> uh, t- Titanic. I saw it in New York. It was so fucking good. Willem was in the cast. Uh, Drew Drogi was in the cast. What is that? Titanic is uh, a retelling of the Titanic, the movie story. If Celine Dion happened to be on the boat, oh my so, I love it. And so uh, the entire cast is really great. It's very comedic. I think it's like an easy musical for anyone. If you love musicals or not, like it, it was such a great. And if you're gay, it helps a lot. I would say too. Um, so but, be gay before you so go. So be gay. So you probably already you like better musicals. have sex in the bathroom with a guy. Oh. It's also a very intimate venue. Um, it's very fun. It's one nonstop show. I was captivated the entire time. I wasn't waiting for an intermission. It was really. Just feel like you're in a cab on the titanic yeah yeah i feel like it was drowning yeah um yeah it was really great i would recommend it to any and everyone and it's running it, it needs more support too because it's small theater so it needs you know get that little push i watched something that i assumed adam was going to be plugging i literally forgot about it and was, then the minute i finished my plug i said oh no but then i was you hoping said Clark you would do it, do it so right. then i could jump godzilla in. minus one is a Ja- it's a it's a Japanese what um, so version of Godzilla. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not the insane ones we're doing right now. It's awful. Fantastic. So I mean, they're terrible in their own yeah. funny way. These are actually this good. one's fantastic. Yeah. It's very down to earth. Even though there's a giant fucking kaiju monster destroying p- buildings and shit. Um, I would I yes. can jump in. To, uh, I agree with everything you said. I absolutely loved it. The one thing that I could recommend too is to see it in a 4DX theater because having not been in one ever. 
I hate them. Did not realize the seats move. I yeah. hate them. Oh, oh my god! But anytime it oh, zooms so you're in, being shaken oh, about. Oh bitch! So and I didn't tell you about Ninja Turtles. It was awful. It was so. Oh, so see, that's what it was. I think seeing kids movies was a really like not a good idea, or just like giant action movies because this is like it's kind of half it's so serious timepiece drama. This one is heavy serious. Heavy it's serious really time drama mixed with these bigger than life action scenes. It's spraying Part- face. Yeah, well, it's uh, most of the battles are on the water, so the oh, minute. Oh no, God. So gonna pee. They've just dumped <laughs> so much water on you. It's gallons like completely and silent. Everything's like there was nobody else in the theater when I saw it, but it was like completely silent. And all of a sudden, Loser. the chair starts swaying, and you're like, "Oh fuck, they're going back out to the water." <laughs> Did you see it alone in a forty? No, it was, it was it was Andrew and I, and then like some other random couple around the thing. But I swear to God, if you did, I could like I assume they would have like a seasickness warning because like if you did go see this and you do get seasick, you'd probably throw. There's up. also like if it's you bad. have like strobe light, like if you have like, a, Gu- like they would do gunfire yeah, shots. Yeah. The best part was when because it kind of shows his growth so the first the first episode uh, episode the first like action sequence has a lot of heavy drama it's pretty small when he would come to bite people the chairs would jut in your back like oh it my was God. Yeah. down on you my, my back hurt like crazy yeah, but the- no it was it was a really good immersive experience for this only because there's a lot of downtime for some very amazing acting i thought everyone mm-hmm. was the amount of, of crying I had just because, like, they do such a good job of, like, doing emotional characters. It's all very, like, I mean, Clark, you would probably describe it. It's like, it does. Who's, whose plug is this? It's both of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine Look, with it. I mean, I, Adam and I already talked about it. Yeah. I do this to all plug. you guys half the time. But I'd like to plug 40X um, the yeah. experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, what I really liked about it was that it goes into history a lot. And yeah. it doesn't go into history like the Japanese when they do it then. It's just like the the, uh, the Americans bombed the Bahamian Islands and then that happened. Instead, it's like goes into the history of uh, Japanese history and talks about kamikaze pilots right. and all this stuff beforehand. So it's minus one because it doesn't really start with what everyone else does, which is right at that point it, where we blow up. Oh, Hiroshima, right. Yeah. Nagasaki. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, there are so many, no, no, that, that'd be part of the there's so many too. bits and pieces in it that completely reinforce the entire concept of Godzilla acting as the nuclear bomb in the first place. So there's like so it's much, like, I'm going to blow up. It, it yeah. just really brought it back. And I, I mean, that was part of the emotional experience as well is that some of the destruction is so devastating. When Godzilla turned to the camera and said, I'm going to blow <laughs> up. I'm going to, why should it. I do it? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's fan fucking tastic. Mm-hmm. Action sequences are incredible. Both holdovers and that are my top ten this year. Wow, great. Both featured Godzilla. Yeah, they did. Weirdly <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right, that's been our episode. Uh, we talked, you listened, and now we're at the end. Uh, if you got a chance, rate and review us. We've got uh, an interview of Stephanie Williams uh, out now. Next week, again, we are off, but we will have a review of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off because uh, we're taking off. So, uh, but we'll be back with a very special Christmas episode, mm-hmm. holiday episode, I guess. It's Christmas. I don't know. Xmas. 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 Yes. Uh, so, uh, love yourselves. Love me. I'm Brent Wingate. Bye, little homo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>